Greetings, fellow inmates of the planetary plutocracy prison. The time has come to commence our rebellion. Exterminate all plutocrats! Exterminate! Welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. I'm Vince Marcanti, and I'm out of patience. This is it, 2020, the last chance for the human race to change its ways, and this great transition to sanity must start right here in America. Now that fact alone can be very discouraging, as the consciousness of the sheepies does not seem to have shifted to reality yet. And if it did, they still wouldn't know what to do or demand, and panic would become the new prevailing paradigm. Catch-22, huh? Local, ground-up, and grassroots resistance is the only chance we have to defy the power structure. And I don't know about where you live, but around here, we don't even talk to our neighbors. And everyone is too busy to do so anyways. Most of us here work very hard in Illinois, and we get decent pay if you live near the city or in the city. But the tax rats suck us dry, and no one cares because on the weekend, they just drink booze and smoke weed and watch sports to waste their time. No one is uh, getting busy and uniting and planning how to overthrow this structure or organizing grassroots movements. You know, for decades, they used to throw young people in jail because they found a joint on them or something, ruin their freaking lives having that on their record. But now we can buy weed legally here in Illinois. And you know what? It costs us freaking fortune it's expensive as hell and the potheads are gonna go broke paying taxes on these drugs to the drug dealing government my friends i've gone through a massive alteration in my convictions i'm sorry but i almost lost all faith for people of this country uniting to do the long overdue duty of overthrowing the plutocrats and being rational and humane in the self-governance we need to form I have people who have known me for 10 years or more, and they act like they haven't heard a word I said in 10 years, and they probably didn't. Most people don't listen anymore. The only thing they hear is what they want to hear, and it has to be processed through their belief system, their biased belief system. Most people don't even know how to communicate anymore because they don't listen. They lost the ability to listen. Oh, it's scary when you think people you know, who knew you for a long time, but they never really listened to a word you said, so they don't really know you. Maybe a lot of people have dementia now, even before they're old and can't remember things. They repeat things over and over and don't know that they already told you this an hour ago or a week ago or whatever. I just feel more isolated and insignificant than ever before because I feel like nobody listens to me or gives a crap what I'm saying. I don't know if people even know how to listen. All they remember about me seems to be that I'm some sort of crazy conspiracy nut or an extreme anarchist with no solutions who just wants to overthrow the government. It's the total opposite of what I truly am. I have solutions. And during the process of these sham elections, I'm going to have to hear people give their infantile opinions about how one billionaire would be better than the other. And they... they Ask me my opinion about it if, as if they never heard a word I said about plutocracy. It's excruciating, and I no longer care because if I continue to care, I'll go mad. They never heard a word I said. I 
we'll try to continue to talk to you wonderful Pluto heads who are aware and intelligent people. But people who I talk to around here or, or sometimes see from the old neighborhood or whatever, who I thought people who I thought knew me but really never listened to a word I said, I'm done talking to these sheepies. And how can someone be a friend if they don't listen to you or know who you truly are and don't understand you or don't want to? Now, I will add that many people are just incapable of listening and comprehending new things. Their brains are fried from tedious, repetitive work, franchise sports, iPhones, and other mind-numbing, time-wasting things on TV. And some sheepies drink way too much booze on a daily basis. And some smoke way too much weed more than once a day. Or they take pills. Or they just have a lazy mind and the attention span of a freaking goldfish. Not even. They could never listen to an hour-long talk show like this. There's no way they could get through two minutes. And I have to live among these people. I'm trapped in a Twilight Zone nightmare. Quite frankly, they are too vacuous to comprehend what I say, and they push me to the limit this time. Now, it was mostly the one guy, but they're all like this. Don't know a goddamn thing I've been talking about. There are people that I talk to who are more than 40 years old and still think electing a billionaire to replace another billionaire is any different in any other way than the bullshit rhetoric they spew. We are at the end of the line here. The plutonomy in the environment is collapsing and the people are still playing the same old charade and pretending everything can go on like this forever. The consequence of our ignorance to our relationship with the natural world and unwillingness to structure our societies in a humanistic and intelligent way is upon us. Now, the great collapse of our plutonomy economy and catastrophic environmental events are happening now, and most of us still have no awareness of it or plan of action or even freaking care. la 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 live for today. And be apathetic in every way. Right, you baby boomers? I like how the youngsters are pissing them off by saying, Okay, boomer. (laughs) And I said, you know, give these greedy old coots all the shit they can take, you youngsters. Because they really deserve it. They had all the opportunities the next generations will never have. And they act like they're special. You know, because they made so much money. But... They will never admit to how horrible their attitudes, actions, and arrogance truly was and is. So instead of saying, okay, boomer, try F you, boomer. (laughs) Okay, not all of them are bad. Of course, of course. So don't yell at me if you're one of the good boomers. I know you're not all dirty rats. I love some of you boomers. You're wonderful people. And my generation sucks too. We must all unite. Unite every generation Because we are all the same in one way. We're all obedient, sleepy sheepies. So it's time to unite. Let's not fight. So, since we are apathetic to plutocracy, every event from virus outbreaks to market collapse to crop loss to natural disasters and loss of ecosystems will be dealt with by the nefarious plans of the plutocratic elite. They will give the solutions, and the sheepies will beg them to save us. <gasps> Please save us, Bloomberg. You're so rich and smart. These leaders are sociopaths, 
By their deeds you shall know them, and they have no compassion for non-wealthy people or any other life form on earth. They are con men, and the sheepies still believe them, and they're monopolized media matrix of madness. As this great American charade of idiocy called elections goes on, only one candidate is promising meaningful change. And as the entire efforts of the plutocrats is to shut him down, sheepies are still believing the propaganda of the plutocrats. How is that freaking possible? How can they be so dumb for so long? Someone asked me if I would vote for Bloomberg, and instead of trying to strangle him, I just said, why would anyone vote for an insanely greedy scumbag like that who only wants to protect the status quo, which is so pleasant for plutocrats? Well, so what if he's a billionaire? Maybe he's running because he's the only one who can beat Trump. (laughs) Why? Because he may spend a billion of his own dough to run annoying freaking ads that are driving me crazy on YouTube? And if that's true, imagine how much of an idiot nation this is. Think of how they broke us down into mindless sheep herds. Okay, just think about it. First, you got the centrist Democrat idiots. You know, the the true neoliberals who think Bloomberg or anyone else who proposes nothing new or progressive would be better than Trump. I honestly think these people are the biggest morons. But then you got the more realistic lefties who know this is a plutocracy, but think electing Bernie is all we need to do and everything will be fine. I mean, these people are not total morons, but still naive children not to know the people must make demands to change anything. Bernie cannot do it alone. Then there are the lefty radical freaks who are still into Marxism and communism and can't let go of their old beliefs because they read Das Kapital in college and think they're smart. (laughs) I mean, they still praise Lenin and Stalin and China. No, dudes, we can do better. Break out of the dichotomy of division, the mind prison you're trapped in. Forget all that commie crap. It's time to form new ideas. Well, that's three groups of sheepies. Now you got the the righty side. First is the rabid righties who, you know, are pure rat Republican voters because they love their guns and they hate abortions and that's all that matters. Forget about that whiny liberal inequality stuff they complain about. What is you jealous of billionaires? They done earned it all. Complete heartless morons in this group. (laughs) Now, in the middle, they don't really have much of a realistic righty group. I mean, some of them know we live in a plutocracy, but they don't care. It's free market capitalism to them. If they had a realistic righty base... I mean, they would have elected Ron or Rand Paul for president, who would be the equivalent to Bernie for lefties. But then you got the righty fringe freaks, you know, who know we're ruled by nasty elites, but they think all of them are, are just liberal commie elites like George Soros. And everything is Agenda 21. And, of course, global warming's fake. And they think a dimwit billionaire like Trump is fighting for them. Because, you know, he's just as racist and just as much of a heartless prick as they are. So they admire that. 
So anyways, that's about, that's five and a half groups of irrational brainwashed sheepies. And then you got us, people who know it's all broke and say, hey, let's start over and fix the damn system with a fresh approach and do it right this time and get these fat rats out of government and ban plutocracy. But most of us, I think, are pessimistic or downright cynics, especially about the future. And I'm thinking about joining that group of collective cynicism because I'm broken inside. I've had enough. This newest wave of idiocy is just breaking me. I disliked cynical people for so long, but... If no one in the five sheep herds in this dichotomy of division will listen to reason, how can I not give up hope? I know they won't listen to me. Maybe there's someone else who can explain things better they can listen to. Every mind-manipulating tactic of the elite is still being used to keep sheepies subdued and not in favor of people's progressive change. The anti-socialism brainwashing has not worn off even as one in seven people are drowning in medical bills, and that will increase, and so will unaffordable health insurance and co-payments. And they're saying Bernie is a commie who wants us to be like Cuba or Venezuela? And that is the debate they want. Just try to defend stupid Cuba to stick up for Bernie. It's no fun. Try to defend failed communism in trying to defend Bernie. That's what they want you to do. But you can't. You can't defend idiocy. Screw you. We want to do things better. Not another idiotic dictatorship of propaganda. I don't want to be in the position to defend stupid so-called socialist states in order to defend Bernie, who's labeled a socialist Democrat. So the righty Trump turds are yelling about how he's a commie and he wants us to be like Cuba or Venezuela. He's going to turn us into an impoverished shithole. Yeah, well, the lefties will say, no, he, he doesn't want us to be like Cuba. He wants us to be like Canada or Denmark. Yeah, well, they pay 50% taxes over there. You want them to take more of your money. Well, no, dude, actually, you're right. We can't afford more taxes. We're stretched thin in this country. And we don't even get the social benefits the Denmark sheepies get. <laughs> okay? There's not much difference between the Nordic model and American crony capitalism. Just one's better for the people, but the righties still hate it and prefer perfected plutocrat plunder in governance. We can lead the world with the most effective and intelligent social and economic central planning system the world has ever seen. If management is done by science, intelligence, humanity, rationality, and consensus rather than private interests, there is no country we should try to emulate. We want something new and the best options available. We can study and evaluate what other countries do right and wrong, take the good and improve upon it and leave the bad. But we can do better than anyone. Imagine turning our waste of fiat currency into social advancement and infrastructure upgrades and do it the right way, the sustainable way, the best way. Every governmental service, which will include the Federal Reserve once we end the plutocratic rule of it, must be evaluated and improved upon systemically from the ground up with no bias, 
just facts and data and do what's best without plutocrats saying we can't afford it. Well, Bernie isn't saying all that. He's going to socialize your health care and they're going to choose their doctor for you and take away your awesome plan from work. <laughs> yeah, Actually, that would be a nice step in the right direction. But that can't happen unless there are 51 other Bernies in the Senate free from plutocrat influence. But maybe when they shoot down Bernie's Medicare for All plan, the people will rise up and demand something this time. Even electing Bernie is futile at this point, I know. But it's at least an incremental step that hopefully leads to the immediate huge step of seizing power from the owners of our collective central command center called government. Here is the thing that I just can't get my head around. Every sheepy knows our government is in servitude to the elite, and as is the media, of course. I mean, don't, don't doesn't everyone know that by now? <laughs> they have different reasons made up for their beliefs, but we all know the powers that shouldn't be are bad and need to be replaced. And it's clear to everyone paying attention that the plutocrat media does not want Bernie to be president, nor does the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. The pharmaceutical industry hates him. The military-industrial complex and the war plutocrats hate him. The prison-industrial complex hates him. And the Wall Street fat rats hate him more than anyone alive. So why don't we support that guy? Why don't you support the one they hate? How can he not win the presidency in a landslide? That's just what I can't wrap my head around. And maybe he will. I don't know. But maybe they want him to win because the depression is going to hit for the next president. And then I'll be able to say, see, socialism caused the depression. <laughs> oh, God. I just can't understand how anyone could consider voting for a guardian of the status quo. You know, like, booty judge. I mean, there are really people voting for scumbag shit stains like that CIA spook. Michael Goonberg. He's running because under Bernie's wealth tax plan, he would pay $3 billion more than under his plutocrat tax plan. And, you know, even if he paid $3 billion, he wouldn't notice the loss. They say he has a net worth of $62 billion. Well, Vince, that level of sociopathic greed must be the best qualification for politics. Right, sheepies? <laughs> that soulless rat face would love to be head sock puppet, even if he has to spend one or two billion dollars of his own money to buy the office. But all that matters is making sure Bernie loses. Anyone else on the political stage is fine for plutocrats. Bernie's the only one they don't like. The only way the elections cannot be rigged is if most everyone votes for Bernie. And even then, I'm sure they would cheat him, but that might incite revolution if they're like, hey, we all voted for Bernie and Booty Judge still won? Come on, how is that possible? If people still vote for assholes, they can rig it, like Iowa and even New Hampshire, where Bernie, they said he won slightly, but he probably won by 20%. They just made it look like Booty Judge almost tied him. Last time they rigged the hell out of the Democratic primary, which is a crap show anyways. And I watched some flip states that were within the margin of less than 1% for Hitlery. But they didn't rig the general election because Trump was actually a better outcome. 
than having righties protest crooked Hillary for four years. They would have been in the streets. They'd be chanting, lock her up, lock her up. But they'd rather deal with the Democrats being upset because the Democrats never do anything. They never take action. They just complain and hope that next time maybe they can vote harder for another plutocrat puppet with softer rhetoric and imperialism with a velvet glove as if it's any better than Dumpty Humpty. When they say, I'll vote for anyone who can beat Trump, meaning another billionaire rat is fine with them. I want to puke on these people. Think of how stupid that is. I don't care who it is or what they propose. It's blue no matter who. You idiot a-holes. You have no principles. They are the most obedient sheepies there are, and they make me freaking sick to my stomach. The whole election process and system is made to circumvent democracy. Did you know that? It is how plutocracy is assured forever. Now, I just saw on the news people in Nevada waited three hours in line to do early voting. It's 2020, and we still have this type of antiquated and inconvenient voting systems? Really? They showed an old man trying to put a ballot in a cardboard box, and he's struggling to try to get it in. He's having great difficulty, while a huge line of people are just standing and waiting to do the same. And I wonder if it's any more advanced than Afghanistan's voting system. They spend billions to make new voting machines so they can rig the votes, but no one has ever said, hey, let's just make things better and convenient for all the people. Like this brilliant Vince Marcanti plan. We should each get one registered email voting account and vote from home or on our phones, and we can see the results and the vote count in real time on our computers if we want to watch it. There is no way to cheat since you only get one vote per account that is registered with your social security number. This is what we would do if we didn't have a plutocracy because we could have instant referendums on every issue that matters to the people. I'm talking about true democracy, and that is the enemy of the elite. That's why we have this antiquated shit voting system. No one is proposing new ideas and sensible solutions, and that is by design. No, Vince, we can't have that. The Russians will hack our email. <laughs> Bull crap. It would be unhackable. Now it can be hacked, but not by the Russians, by plutocrats and their rotten minions. At this time, when the collective consciousness of all non-wealthy humans who are subjugated under a system of debt and servitude and as the climate around them is collapsing, we have yet to achieve one victory to overthrowing the power structure in any country. All the protests around the world that inspired me a couple months ago have yet to achieve one small victory. Weeks ago, I reported that the brave people of Chile rising up to challenge their corrupt leader, and I was inspired. And now I'm reading things like this. Chile, almost 10,000 people arrested in four months of protests. In addition to the total number of detainees, the National Institute of Human Rights noted that some 1,100 children and adolescents were also arrested. Massive demonstrations against the Chilean government and its right-wing president, Sebastian Piñera, began in Santiago on October 14th due to a 30-cent increase in the subway fare. 
while this measure was revoked by Pinata, social unrest increased in magnitude as the Chileans began to question 30 years of neoliberal policies, which have implied a systematic withdrawal of economic and social rights for millions of people. Since the start, the response of the security forces have been internationally condemned for its blatant disregard of human rights. Currently, prosecutors are investigating a number of deaths in the context of the crisis, including assassinations by the military and police forces. So the people begin to wake up and the plutocratic protection force pounds them back into the ground. The cops will do anything for a paycheck. They would be no different here, probably much worse. I just thought we would unite and overwhelm them in numbers, standing together to demand an end to the disastrous plutocratic power structures around the world. And when the cops see they have nothing to lose, they would join us and boom, it's over, we win. I was wrong, I guess. Things haven't gotten bad enough for us to stand in unity against the greedy powers that shouldn't be. But in reality, things are as bad as anyone can imagine, and they can't hold back reality much longer, and the plutocrats know this, and they have plans for us when that fact can't be hidden anymore. Even they know you can't bail out reality forever with fiat money. But for now, there are still some righty-sheepies denying anthropogenic climate change or saying any new ideas to create better societies are agenda 21 communism for new world order, one world commie government. Damned if you do, damned if you don't is the message they want the human race to believe. Just shut down your brain and hope the status quo can continue until you die. Well, let's look what is pissing me off lately the most. This slimy, zeo rat con man, Michael Goonberg. Lowlife pond scum POS. Now remember... When they say a billionaire rat is a philanthropist, it means they are slightly embarrassed about how freaking greedy they are, and they want to pretend they have a little bit of compassion by tossing money at a corporate-conceived cause that addresses no solution to whatever problem it's supposed to address. It's all plutocrat public relations scams. Their charity is useless because it's intent is not to make things better by investment in communities or systemic fixes. Think of what this rat could do with the money he's going to spend on this election. You could convert a ghetto in a city into a thriving, self-sustaining eco-village as a model of success and forward thinking and sustainable planning for the future. Billionaires are sick sociopaths who are takers from society. They need to be removed, not freaking supported for crap's sake. I mean, like Obama is telling cheapies to vote for him because Bernie's too socialist. And, you know, true Democrats are capitalists who worship the rich. These people, like Obama, are in the plutocrat puppet club forever and will do what they are told. Obama is being rewarded with riches beyond what anyone could ever deserve, no matter what they do. These people are disgusting, and there are dummycrats who will support them. Listen to this. Mike Bloomberg is considering picking Hillary Clinton as his running mate in the 2020 Democratic race 
to help take on Trump. Okay, that's all that matters, beating Trump. Oh, yeah, and everyone loves Hillary. Remember last time? We got to do it because Bernie can't win. No one likes a socialist. He's too far left. Well, actually, he's a centrist. And Trump, Obama, Bloomberg, Booty Judge, Hitler, all of the other Democrats are far right. So imagine the propaganda level to make people think they should vote for one billionaire to beat another billionaire and think it'll change anything. Goonberg is going to say he loves abortions and he hates guns and he wants to stop global warming. So that makes him seem different than Trump and a, a dummycrat. That's all you got to say. And people believe that means the two parties are any freaking different in policy. All these rich people want is for their taxes to stay low. Nothing else. And they want to feel important. Our government and country is just a game for them to rig because money can buy power in America and that has to freaking end. Of course, the plutocrats will use global warming to further enrich themselves. They have no true political beliefs. It's all a show. Do you know why Goonberg maybe can beat Trump? Because he's a bigger billionaire by far. And the richer you are, the more votes you get. Oh, it's sick. And I don't want to be around people who would even consider voting for these sick, sociopathic... God, I almost let out a big swear there. Check this out. Pundits look to Bloomberg as their anti-Sanders savior. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here is their prophecy. In the coming weeks, Democrats will make sure that socialist Bernie does not get the nomination. Moore will realize that he will lead the party to a calamitous loss, and they will look for an alternative. Overwhelmed by ads, underwhelmed by others in the race, they will come to realize that Mike Bloomberg is the best they got. (laughs) Oh, God, help us. Okay, if that happens, can we admit American cheapies are perfectly trained fools? And all hope for a sign of social concern or progress is lost. And that no matter how many times you fool them, you can keep fooling them and they'll never learn. There's nothing dumber than that. This election will be the last indicator of our social intelligence and if we learned anything. And that's why it interests and worries me to no end. It's an indicator of where the minds of the sheepies are at this most critical time in human existence and if we can overcome this power structure so that's why i wasted a half hour ranting on this crap (laughs) all right let's move on let's get into my favorite subject now gloom and doom (laughs) this week's focus is on the coronavirus and the inevitable collapse of industrial civilization how pleasant huh well What we know for sure is we don't know anything for sure. Now, here's something I read recently. The novel coronavirus, 2019-NCOV, is more infectious than initially estimated. Well, I'm beginning to think that the spread of this virus may be uncontainable. And what's alarming is that the media isn't saying much about it. They talk about the cruise ship a little bit, but that's about it lately. So if the plutocrat media agenda was to scare us, it would mean it's not very scary, and they blew it out of proportion. You know, just to use it as a distraction story, which they do with a lot of things. But since they're downplaying it now and saying there's nothing to worry about, that might mean they don't want you to know how bad it could be. I mean, quarantine 
zones are not foolproof, and people under quarantine don't go to work. And with a 24-day incubation period, that's a long time to lock things down. This could be an unstoppable pandemic, and we should learn how to prepare for the possible exposure to this and how to keep our immune system strong. Well, we can speculate on how this started and whether it was an accident or on purpose, but I'd rather talk about what we can surmise with greater confidence. This is what we know for sure. This will have economic impacts. Now, some people say to me, well, you said the Fed can do quantitative easing to infinity, meaning they can create fiat money and keep the plutonomy house of cards going on forever. Well, yeah, but only in the sense of the artificial economy. They can't bail out reality, despite however hard they try, and try they will, like the lower class not being able to afford things anymore. Americans have $14 trillion in household debt, so we're on a fine line already. And only a universal basic income could bail out the people. And I'm sure the plutocrats would agree to that, if that's the only way to save the plutonomy in their own asses. But you can't bail out environmental destruction or change reality with fiat Fed notes and geoengineering forever. This virus has shut down industrial activity in China, and it'll have an effect on ours and could be a black swan event. Now, of course, stimulus is unlimited, but it's not magical. I saw a good post on Facebook by Kevin Hester from Nature Bats Last here on PRN. And he wrote, We're just one black swan event away from total collapse and total loss of habitat. Well, yeah, that's because it's all connected. Now, he explains how the aerosol masking effect is keeping us from rapidly warming. And they say as little as a 20% reduction in industrial activity is sufficient to warm the planet by 1C within a few days or weeks. Now that means the daily amount of aerosols from industrial civilization is blocking some incoming energy from the sun, so less pollution, more heat. While factories all over China have been shut down, global supply chains have been hit by an unprecedented shock, the Baltic Dry Index is absolutely collapsing, the tourism industry is being absolutely devastated, Companies all over the globe are warning that sales will be lower than anticipated this quarter. The coronavirus outbreak is already taking a very serious toll on the global economy, and experts are warning that we could still be in the very early chapters of this crisis. If this outbreak ultimately evolves into a horrifying worldwide pandemic that kills millions of people, what will the global economy look like a few months from now? Well, the economy seems to be all we care about, but I'll tell you what, without the ozone layer, we don't exist. We die. And I empirically know the sun is more intense by how it feels on my skin. And I believe the ozone layer is far more deteriorated than public information suggests. And we're probably getting more UVB and UVC reaching the surface, and this could be a reason to justify secret geoengineering by stratospheric aerosol injection programs. You know, it's their way to artificially bail out the ozone layer. But doing that will heat the atmosphere faster and deteriorate the ozone layer more rapidly. The intelligent thing to do, what Vince would do, is to approach climate change holistically. Yes, we're going to heat up when we stop filling 
the atmosphere with aerosols, but we must stop doing harm and let the planet react naturally and try to find an equilibrium that may support life. While we do our best to be better stewards of nature and this planet and try to adapt to the unstoppable changes coming our way. That's rationality. Well, maybe it doesn't even matter anyways. Maybe everything I say is a moot point. Maybe I should just take out a big loan that I can't pay back and just drink booze and smoke pot and go golfing and have wild orgies every night. Because maybe we only got five years left. Pushing through the market square So many mothers dying had just come over We had five years left to cry in News guy wept and told us Earth was really dying Cried so much his face was wet Then I knew he was not lying I heard telephones, opera house Melodies, song, boys, toys, electric irons and TVs. My brain hurt like a warehouse, it had no room to spare. I had to cram so many things to store, everything in there. And all the fat, skinny people, and all the tall, short people, and all the
right. That was David Bowie, and it's a David Bowie day on the Plutocracy Report. That song is called Five Years from the Ziggy Stardust album, 1972. All right, we're going to do some fun stuff here in a couple minutes. But first, I wanted to tell you about something. Now, I posted on Facebook a video of a woman in Wuhan, and she's ranting about the situation there. And it dawned on me, she's my counterpart. This is how I would be if, if I was in China. You know, you got these lefties who worship communism and they're like, oh, China's a freaking commie utopia. We should be just like them. Yes, yeah, screw you, you son of a guns. It's a big brother nightmare there. And I feel terrible for what these people are going through with the virus. But just in general, living there must be horrible with their social credit rating, spy surveillance all right, sorry, I, <laughs> I got to calm down. I just want to get through this, and I'm starting it a minute in uh, just because this is what I really want you to hear. This is um, my counterpart in Wuhan, China. Okay, let's see if I could read this. This ain't going to be easy. I'm doing it off the phone. There is no one. If anyone speaks about the truth, they'd be caught by the police and deliberately detained and illegally adjudicated. Even lawyers are useless. All righteous lawyers are caught by the government. Even though they want to tell the truth, they can't say anything because of the evil regime is everywhere. I'm going to tell you something. One person sacrificed. Two people sacrificed. It is a sacrifice that is necessary for a revolution. I will make a sacrifice. Exposed for my family, my parents. for our free lives. I know it's dangerous for me to speak out. But I can't take it anymore. I cannot. No beds, no medicines. All the news is from TV is a lie. Oh. I saw ordinary children suffer and scream. I'm going to make a voice. I will speak for myself, for the Wuhan citizens, for the Chinese people. They're just doing this for the money. In this evil society, I can no longer keep my mouth shut. Oh. I really think I'm going crazy. No one is willing to speak out, but I'm going to stand up and make my voice heard. We really have to resist my fellow citizens. We cannot be fooled by them anymore. I can't live like this anymore. We have to speak out for the next generation. Oh, girl, I want to hug you. You poor thing. Jesus Christ. Yes, you're right. You're right. You, you all have to stand up. And you have to set things right. You got to do it together. Oh, I, I really hope you people in China make things right. You have the numbers to do it. Believe me, tear down those cameras. Do what needs to be done. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have played that before trying to go into a funny segment here. <laughs> shake it off, man. Shake it off. I can't help people in Wuhan, China right now. Can't even help people here. Okay. It's time now for the multi-award winning segment. Hell going on out there. 
Yeah, well, I think the last award we got was the NAB Marconi Radio Award. <laughs> Even though Marconi was a smart guy, but he ripped off wireless telegraphy from Nikola Tesla. That sly, greasy Diego. <laughs> All right, well, let's start the show, baby. First up, how dumb are the American sheepies? Well, this would take hours just to brush the surface of that topic. But let's look at the surge of denialism, or the illusory truth effect, which is a short circuit in the human psyche that puts repetition on par with truth. Denialism is simply a person's choice to defy scientifically proven facts and live in their happy places where they don't have to confront their own ignorance. Like I talk about climate change denialism, and incredibly, it is still as strong as ever, even as the proof of it is now playing out before our eyes on a daily basis. But did you know that there's people who deny the Holocaust even happened? I swear I've been seeing them on Facebook. They're freaks. The fact that there are people who would think the World War II Nazi Holocaust, one of the darkest chapters in world history, never happened is stupefying. And some of them want you to vote for them in elections. <laughs> to believe it requires discrediting mountains of evidence to the contrary and abandoning reason. Among the politicians in this camp are Art Jones, who won the Republican primary in 2018 for an Illinois House seat. <laughs> this idiot is from my state. How fitting! I see some of these freaks on Facebook who are pure hateheads and say the Jews are responsible for everything bad in the world. And I argued with them over this, and one of them said, not one Jew died in Nazi death camps. That's all a lie, you dumbass. <laughs> so many people are driven by biased hate and live in a fake world, basically. The Holocaust Denier Campaign website calls the genocide of millions of Jews the biggest, blackest lie in history. Oh, God. And claims there is no proof such a so-called Holocaust even took place anywhere in Europe against the Jews. You really think so, huh, assholes? So they faked all those pictures and the films from the 40s. And why'd they do it? Just to get sympathy for them? Everyone suffered in World War II. The Russians lost more than any other race. But to pretend another race of people didn't suffer just because you hate them is a sick and disgusting level of denialism. And it's freaking scary. And now two-thirds of millennials and four in ten Americans overall don't know what Auschwitz was, and just over half thought Adolf Hitler came to power in a coup rather than in Germany's democratic election. This is not good. Dark history must be taught and remembered so we do not repeat it. <laughs> so now we got a goofy buffoon as the president who is displaying similarities in his speech and policy to Hitler himself, who was democratically elected and then became a sadistic dictator. This is something that could be repeating right now in our own country with this bloviating buffoon who thinks he's a king and who is up for re-election this year and half the people don't even know how Hitler came to power. These are the fools who vote for dictators and they get dumber every year. What the hell going on out there? Help me. I'm a 
Next up, what do sheepies know about their government? People wrap themselves up in the Constitution at political rallies and warp the Bill of Rights to suit their political purposes. But a 2017 poll from the University of Pennsylvania's Annenberg Public Policy Center (laughs) reveals profound ignorance about the nation's most important documents. For example, 37% could not name a single right protected by the Bill of Rights. Only 26%, listen, only 26% could name all three branches of government? Social studies time. What are the three branches of government? Uh, let's see. They got the main branch. Uh. <laughs> only 26% of American sheepies. <laughs> Geez, that's insane. Hey, even I can name the three branches of government. You got the legislative lackey branch, the judicial jagoffs branch, and the executive elitist branch. <laughs> Time to cut down that rotten tree and use a better one that represents all of the dumbass people. Also get this, more than half, 53%, said undocumented immigrants have no rights under the Constitution. Well, you know, that's not supposed to be true, but it may be soon with all the righty hate heads in this country. And that's the voting base for Trump. And Trump is just acting and playing for these hate head idiots. The courts have ruled consistently that some rights apply to undocumented immigrants, although they're not always extended in good faith. (laughs) For example, everyone in the United States, regardless of their citizenship, is supposed to be entitled to due process of the law. Well, not really. Especially not after 9-11, the plutocrat power grab event in 2001. Now they can take away anyone's rights. You know, just call them a terrorist and nobody cares. Are we still paying for Guantanamo Bay, the torture site? Or did did Obama finally end it? Like he promised he would. The same thing for citizens. Rights are not guaranteed. And if you're poor, you get weak defense or no defense against the state or a rich person. Everything is unjust from Congress to the legal system to the music industry. and Hollywood, everything is based on the big rich guy on top. Like Harvey Weinstein. And these women accusing him of rape, you know, it's because they had to have sex with him to achieve something in the biz. That's the problem. Things work better if true talent gets you gigs, not having to kiss the ass of a big, rich, fat-ass rat to achieve success. I think it's horrible these women had to have sex with him. He's so ugly inside and out, it must have been horrible. But he didn't have to rape them. He was rich, and they were there for their own reasons. Talk to some real rape victims, women who were viciously brutalized and forever traumatized and get no compensation or justice. I want justice for all, not just for the rich. That's how the whole plutonomy system works. We kiss the big plutocrat ass to succeed or survive. Get money out of management and replace it with intelligence, at least within government for shit's sake. I mean, we we can't demand every industry be intelligently managed by decree. That's commie crap. (laughs) 
But let's guarantee the common needs be the rights of all people and are met without plutocrat interference. In fact, get those sons of guns out of here. It's supposed to be our government, not just the 1%. Uh, Oh, shoot. What the hell was I talking about? Vinny, what am I doing here? You were doing the hell going on out there. Get on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Get your head out of the bong, Vince. Basically, I'm saying how dumb people are. Now listen to this. This one new poll of Democrats explains why Donald Trump will be reelected. Just 25% of Democratic voters want a candidate promising a bold new agenda, which is exactly what the party and media elites will cram down their throats. One question asked of Democratic voters is whether they will vote for a candidate with a bold new agenda or one who will provide steady, reliable leadership. (laughs) Fully, three-quarters of respondents want the latter, with just 25% interested in a sort of bold new agenda that virtually, (laughs) virtually all Democratic candidates are peddling so far. Oh, God. (laughs) This finding is consistent with other polling that shows Democratic voters are far more moderate than their candidates. Good God, no! (laughs) You're telling me the dummycrat cheapies are even more pro-status quo than the plutocratic puppets like Joe Biden and Booty Judge? And these people get to pick who runs against Donald Trump. Oh my God, the next Democratic ticket is going to be Michael Goonberg and Hillary Clinton. Man, get me out of this funny vibe. I can't take it anymore. Hell going out out there. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. Okay, well, usually I do three there, but I was babbling on too long. <clears throat> I think I threw my voice out on the last one there. Well, I got to cut it off there. I probably won't win an award for that segment now, but you know what? Look into the Trump budget to see the reality of plutocracy. That's what's going on. And this is something the news won't talk about or voters don't give a crap about, maybe because it would pass under any administration because this is what they want. And only the people can deny the plutocrats of what they want, not within government. It's been usurped. Only from the outside. So fight on, my revolutionary warriors around the world. May the masses soon join you. Chile, France, all over the world. The people will unite to do what's right. I'm sending positive energy to you all, and I hope it continues to radiate, even if I'm soon gone. Be wise in every situation you find yourself in. You can think better when you're calm, cool, and collected even in the face of unpleasant situations to come. Be assertive, be strong, and rational, and survive anything that comes your way. We fight on together. I'm Vince Marcanti. Help our cause for the rational revolution at theplutocracyreport.com. Until next time, if there is one, say it with me. I demand a better future.
Or I might just stop loving you 